This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. Telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, has been indicted. Now the latest from 77 WABC. And we are continuing our big breaking news right now. President Donald Trump has become the first American president, current or former, to be indicted on federal charges now in American history. Of course, he was indicted on state charges with Alvin Bragg, and now there are federal charges. And we are told that there are at least seven multiple counts, and they all stem from the special counsel Jack Smith's investigation on classified documents. Remember the raid of Mar-a-Lago? Well, here we are. Fast forward. We are told seven different counts, including willfully retaining national defense secrets, also making false statements and obstruction of justice conspiracy. All I've got to say is what happened with the investigation of Joe Biden's documents and what happens now with President Trump? Well, joining us is someone who knows the president very well, Roger Stone. Roger, uh, thank you for being with us again on this big, big night. Um, First of all, your reaction to the fact that I was just reading the charges there, Roger, obstruction of justice, these other charges. Uh, what's your thoughts? Seven counts? Uh, it's like a, another indictment, and then we're waiting on Georgia, too. Yeah, I think that these are uh, process crimes, almost all of them. Uh, I think that uh, among the documents we know for certainty that Donald Trump perfect, definitely declassified was evidence that was documented by John Durham only two weeks ago uh, of the illicit and illegal use of the full authority of the U.S. government and the capability of our intelligence agencies to open a counterintelligence investigation into Donald Trump without probable cause, without any evidence of Russian collusion. Uh, That is one of the documents that I think uh, the Biden administration is very upset that Donald Trump retained because it is evidence of their wrongdoing. Vice President Joe Biden was in the Oval Office when this illicit scheme was hatched, according to Mr. Durham. So, look, I I think the American people will see through this. The idea that that these charges are necessarily uh, the end of Donald Trump, I I dismiss politically. I'm not an attorney, but I think most certainly uh, within the confines of the Republican nominating contest, uh, I think Trump's hand is actually going to be strengthened. We saw this. In the uh, in the Bragg indictment, where his his poll numbers among Republicans went up, his campaign coffers, which were lacking at that point, were filled. I expect we're going to see the same phenomena. Now, I'm not arguing this makes him a stronger general election candidate, but we don't know everything about Joe Biden yet. Uh, And therefore, uh, I just think this is, uh, you know, just another chapter 
the well, president. By the way, is, it is a it is a stunning ta- uh, chapter, and everybody, you're listening here on this special night on the Rita Cosby Show to Roger Stone, someone who has known the president, President Trump, for many many years, probably one of his closest allies. Um, Roger, uh, it is a stunning chapter. The fact that he has now become the first American president. Have we turned the corner on fair justice in America? The way I look at it, we have an executive branch. We have a president who is trying to basically take out his leading political opponent. President Trump, as you know better than anybody, is leading in the polls. Are we a banana republic? Yes, I think that this is election interference writ large. I mean, I think that they are shocked to find in all of the national polls due to our bumbling foreign policy, due to our gasoline prices, due to our food shortages, due to uh, the epic inflation, uh, and frankly, thanks to the stench of corruption that surrounds Joe Biden, his brother, and his son, Donald Trump, if you had this election yesterday, would beat Joe Biden. Uh, and I think that has them petrified. Beyond that, this is, a, this is a, an older and wiser Donald Trump. I think he was a great president in his first term. Uh, While he may have made some mistakes, he gave us the most robust economy in our history. He restored respect for the the country around the world. Uh, He rebuilt our military and so on. Did he make mistakes? Yes. But those are mistakes that he would not have made in a second term where they fear that he would clean house. Uh, And that's what I think this is all about. Well, Roger Stone, we really appreciate you being uh, uh, with us here on this enormous news night here on the Rita Cosby Show. Uh, Huge news. Please keep us posted on everything you hear and give the president our best, please. Thank you, Rita, and thanks for having me. Thank you, Roger, very, very much. And now let's continue with Harvard Law Professor Emeritus, probably the best constitutional uh, professor out there, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, um, you and I talked a little bit ago right when this news broke. Now we have word of the seven different counts Read me uh, your thoughts on where this is headed. Well, unless this is the strongest indictment uh, for obstruction of justice in the history of this country, unless this is as strong as the case against Richard Nixon, who we know uh, engaged in bribery, destruction of evidence, etc., unless it's that kind of case, this will really destroy the rule of law. It's the first time in American history, obviously, that a man running for president against the incumbent has been indicted by the incumbent's party, by the man who the incumbent president appointed. Uh, it, it, it shocks me that this uh, indictment came forward unless you know they have a videotape of him destroying evidence or an audio tape of him saying he's obstructing justice. These kinds of cases, possessing material, not returning it. If he, in fact, declassified them or reasonably believed he declassified them, then that wouldn't be a crime at all. And so this seems like an extremely weak case. Now, I want to wait until I see the indictment that will come down hopefully on Tuesday. We'll be able to parse every word and see whether there is a strong case. But from everything I've seen now, it seems like one of the weakest obstruction cases I've ever seen. It seems parallel in the federal court to the horrible indictment that came forward in the New York State Court. And if these are the kinds of indictments that Democrats are bringing against the Republican candidate for president, I have to tell you, look, I'm a Democrat. I want to see Donald Trump lose fair and square. I want to see Biden win fair and square. I do not want to see my right to vote against Donald Trump denied 
by prosecutors, judges, jurors, uh, and bureaucrats. I want the American system to prevail where we the people decide who the next president should be, not some attorney general or judge. Absolutely. And everybody, we're talking to Professor Alan Dershowitz, a great constitutional scholar. You know, it's stunning, Professor Dershowitz. I think you hit it on the head. How can anybody trust that this is a legitimate prosecution? Um, As we're hearing right now, the timing of it seems suspect. And the fact that we are in the throes of the election season, this is the leading candidate on the GOP side, leaps and bounds. And we know that, of course, President Biden appoints Merrick Garland, the head attorney general there at DOJ. Um, So as we are looking at all of that and the timing of this, how does this interfere? Do you believe uh, that this does interfere with the election process? Well, there's no doubt about that. If you go by the usual schedules that criminal cases go by, this case should come to trial either just before or during or right after uh, the election. It turns the election in some respects into a plebiscite. How many people want to see Donald Trump die in prison, spend the rest of his life in prison? Uh, How many people think that it's an unfair charge against them? Americans should be voting on the economy, on foreign policy, on the climate, on basic issues that We care about we shouldn't be turning this election into who's more criminal, the Trump administration or the Biden administration. That should be something that should be decided outside the context of elections and campaigns. You know, there are Justice Department regulations that say that indictments should be timed to make sure that they're not having an impact on the election. We saw that happen with with Clinton, that unfortunately with Hillary Clinton, unfortunately for me, because I voted for her. Uh, The uh, head of the FBI made a statement that may have impacted the election. I didn't like that. uh, And I don't like it anymore when it's somebody I vote against who's being hurt in the election. I want the American public to be able to decide on the basis of the issues that are most important to Americans, not whether or not somebody held on to classified material. Look, he had the right to believe that he was entitled to hold on to this material. Maybe he was wrong about that, but that doesn't give rise to an obstruction of justice. So, you know, there's still a possibility. Maybe the indictment will have more information and a smoking gun. But unless it has a real smoking gun, this is not something that's consistent with the American rule of law. And uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, too, I think about all the different times that we have seen presidents, uh, and by the way, uh, under Joe Biden, he was a senator, taking classified documents. With the, I mean, look at that. That's what I'm saying. And look at the history here. I mean, this is amazing, this moment that, that the first time ever in U.S. history you're going to go after a current or former president is tied to classified documents. Doesn't this seem stunning? Well, what's even worse is they're making it a crime for somebody like Donald Trump not to roll over the way Biden did. Biden, to his credit, said, I'm going to cooperate here. It's all back. You do whatever you want. That's not what the Constitution requires of American citizens. We're entitled to fight prosecutors. I make a living doing that. Um, For 60 years, I've been fighting prosecutors. I've been making it harder for them to convict people. I plead the Fifth Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment. I never crossed the line, obviously, into criminal conduct. But, you know, I play hardball. And, and, and I think this Justice Department feels, as somebody said just on a television show recently, well, he jerked around the Justice Department. It's not a crime to jerk around the Justice Department. Lawyers do that all the time. It's a crime to destroy evidence. It's a crime to tamper with evidence. It's a crime to 
approach witnesses and threaten them or bribe them. Those are crimes. But holding on to documents that you believe you might have had the right to have in the first place, that's not the kind of crime that the man running for president against the incumbent should be charged with. One thousand percent. Professor Dershowitz, thank you very, very much for being here on this huge news night. Thank you, my friend, for joining us. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. And everybody stay with us after the break. WABC radio host, the great Greg Kelly, is going to be joining us for his perspective on this enormous news night. Stay with us. All the breaking developments right here on The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Breaking news. Donald Trump has been indicted and Rita Cosby is all over it. Now the latest on The Rita Cosby Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And we are continuing with our wall-to-wall coverage on this historic night. President Donald Trump indicted the first American president to be indicted on federal charges. Remember, he had the state charges before. And joining us now on this big news night is my longtime friend and also fellow great radio host here on 77 WABC and National and Red Apple Media, Greg Kelly. Greg, your reaction. I'm so glad to see you. Good to see you, Rita. You know, uh, look, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. Uh, I'm a little bit numb. I mean, let's face it, this was, we knew it was coming. There was word that it was going to happen. Um, I'm not, I, I'm numb. I mean, look, I felt the earth move on August 8th of 2022. I was catatonic when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. I could not believe it. So anything that comes from that, it's hideous. It's disgusting. It shouldn't be happening. We all know that this is election interference, um, and it looks like a like President Trump said, it's a very dark day, but it's often, what do they say, darkest before the dawn. I think God sees everything. I think it's going to take a miracle to write this, but um, miracles have a way of following Donald Trump. And I think he's going to make it through this, and so is America. You know, it's interesting, uh, Greg. Uh, Congresswoman Nancy Mace just said, Joe Biden just secured Trump's nomination for the presidency of 2024. She's not a fan of Trump, but she's so angry about what has happened tonight that she feels that every, many GOPers are going to coalesce, even the ones who are not Trumpers, are going to support him. I've been keeping my eye on her. I am impressed. You're right about her not supporting Trump. She's been very critical. I think she voted for impeachment. But she pointed out that Joe Biden, if these allegations are true, uh, several people with the last name Biden belong in jail. And today, uh, the House Oversight Committee actually saw documentation that would seem to indicate that Joe and Hunter received $5 million each, each from people in Ukraine related to that whole Burisma thing. That happened today. Joe Biden was finally asked about it. You know, it's amazing. He can go in public. He can go in front of 100 reporters and never be asked about the laptop. He's never been asked, other than by President Trump, about the laptop. And they asked him, uh, so there's this uh, alleged bribery scheme. What do you say about that? And he said, 
Where's the money? And then he said malarkey. It's malarkey, but the where's the money? That's a very peculiar thing. He was almost boastful. Like, you can't find the money. And it's been pointed out by the House Oversight Committee, like, this is complicated. There are shell companies. They hid the money on purpose. So where's the money? He's almost bragging. And I uh, came up with the theory that, well, a lot of it's already been spent. We actually know that on hookers and prostitutes by Hunter. That's that's definitely the case. And Joe has admitted, it's very interesting for a public official to admit that they have a uh, love affair with real estate. He said that in his own memoir. I was seduced by real estate. He is uh, well invested. He's got property all over the place. You know, he looks like, according to the House Oversight Committee, he uh, divvied the money up with his brothers and in-laws and uh, you know, Hunter's girlfriend. and uh, you Like know, everybody the... but the dog, it seems exactly. like, benefited. So the money is uh, well hidden, and that's what he seemed to be kind of smugly smirking about today. Very weird. It was weird. Greg Kelly, I was watching that too, and I was thinking he was laughing, almost like mocking. And the timing of this, as you aptly point out, Greg, um, the timing, I can't get away from the fact that they watched, they got the document. Finally, Ray surrenders the document of this alleged bribery scheme. And what a surprise. Hours later, Trump is indicted. I mean, there's something uncomfortable about that. It is very, it's, look, they knew they were going to try to get Trump on this document stuff, uh, and I think they had what they thought they needed a long time ago. Here's something, though, that I've been making on the case on Newsmax and here. Did you know that each president, when they leave office, the National Archives arranges for a warehouse in their hometown? So, like Barack Obama, there was a warehouse for him, for his documents, in uh, Hoffman Estates, right outside of Chicago. They did the same thing for George W. Bush in Kingsville, Texas, and another one in— uh, uh, for in Little Rock for Bill Clinton, for Donald Trump, they said, put him in your house. They did not get any facility in West Palm Beach like they could have or should have. That is interesting. Actually, I wasn't aware that they did not allocate sort of a spot for him. And by the way, Secret Service was protecting it there at Mar-a-Lago, too. He had Secret Service protection. But what we think, though, is the National Archives knew what it was doing. Look, sort of part of a setup. Is uh, that where you're a going? Trap, a trap. Yes. And there are so many federal regulations. I mean, look, you ever some people may know what it's like to fall on the bad side of your boss and then you go see H.R. and then they're watching you like a hawk. Did he come in on time? Was he late two minutes? Write it down, write it down, write it down. So they have all these rules, regulations, and they're, they they just sicked them all on on Trump. And so it's it's just unbelievable. I feel bad for him. I really do. I mean, he doesn't deserve this. He said today, an interesting point, just imagine if the government spent all this time and energy on making America great. And if he could spend more time and energy on on the issues that matter, he's still talking about issues. But this is this is nonsense. This is where we are. It really is troubling. It really is like got a bad feeling about America. Yeah, there's a bad taste, uh, I think, in a lot of people's mouths. Greg Kelly, can you stay with us for a few minutes? We're going to go to a quick break, everybody. More with the great Greg Kelly, the host of The Greg Kelly Show on Red Apple Media and 77 WABC. We are continuing our wall-to-wall coverage. More comments from President Trump coming in. We'll be playing that and a lot more with Greg after the break. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Breaking news. Now the latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby. And we are doing our wall-to-wall coverage here tonight on the Rita Cosby Show on this enormous news that President Trump has now been federally charged. We are told seven different charges, all stemming from the classified documents case. We continue now with the great Greg Kelly. In just a moment, we're going to be joined by Jesse Benal, uh, Trump attorney. Uh, Greg, let me ask you really quickly uh, your thoughts of just the reaction from Trump. Trump has come out right away swinging, saying this is all election interference. This is basically to discredit America, discredit him. uh, And he is definitely going to be fighting this tooth and nail. Where do you see him going with this? Well, I thought it was a very strong statement. I thought he was, uh, you know, vintage Trump. He was great. And uh, he is a fighter. And this is not going to derail his campaign. I mean, remember, You know, thinking back on April 4th, when we went through that thing in New York, I was kind of stunned. You know what I mean? I'm like, God, look at this. Look at this. Two days later, it was on to the next thing. You know, I actually interviewed President Trump uh, in late April, about three or four weeks later. It didn't even come up in conversation. It barely came up at the CNN town hall. I mean, life goes on. The, The subject changes pretty fast. And as horrible as it seems right now, uh, we're going to move on. Now, I understand that's a problem. I mean, the, the prosecutors, they can play the long game. Uh, as I said, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. It's uh, his lawyers. You know, it's very tough to represent Trump because they make it so tough on the lawyers, uh, the legal community. I mean, look at what they've done to Rudy Giuliani. They suspended his license. Yeah, they've ostracized them. It's terrible. By the way, do you think they've cheapened? Uh, charging people in an indictment. I mean, it's like, okay, here's another indictment. We, You and I were just talking in the break about Georgia. That may be coming in August. We don't know, but that's a state charge. But he's got the Bragg indictment. Now this, it's like, uh, it's like, is it like just so over the top that they have just kind of diminished the value of, of indicting somebody? Yeah, and that, and also I think they're, tr- they're trying to the diminish the value of him. You know, for people like, oh, well, this is just too much trouble. Maybe there's somebody else. And you'll notice... Forgive me, those snakes, Pence and uh, Christie, got in the race uh, yesterday because they knew this was about to happen. And they think, well, maybe there is with Trump out of the picture, there's a there's a lane for me. I think every Republican who has a law degree should be volunteering their services, including Pence and Christie, oh, by the way, uh, to you know stop this travesty, to stop this. And to see them try to exploit it for their own benefit, disgusting. Yeah, it is. And I have yet to see a statement uh, in the last little bit from Pence and Christie. I've seen from some others. Tim Scott actually said this is an outrage and injustice to his credit. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how they handle it. Greg Kelly, thank you so much for being with us. We love you, Greg Kelly. Thank you for being here. We do you the best. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, my friend. You too. And I love how you always fight the good fight. And joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show, we have Jesse Benal, uh, one of Trump's 
longtime attorneys, great constitutional expert. Jesse, uh, walk us through, first of all, uh, first off, your reaction and where you see this headed. Well, thanks for having me, Rita. It's uh, Thanks for having me on a very, very sad day. It's a sad day for our country because we found ourselves in a situation now where uh, if we don't win the next election, we've lost our country. Um, we have a weaponization of our law enforcement and prosecutorial system that is completely and utterly out of control. Um, they're trying to make it illegal, really, to be in the political opposition, and that really is what it comes down to. It, this is the worst uh, uh, politicization of law enforcement, certainly in our country's history, and it rivals um, some of the worst examples worldwide in, in centuries. And um, it's a very, very sad day, but it just shows us that just like President Trump is doing, um, you know, he is – uh, buckling down to get to work to fight back. Um, every single one of us needs to do the same thing uh, because you hear it a lot that this is the most important election in our lifetimes. This is the most important election in American history now. So walk us through time-wise, too, Jesse Benell, Trump attorney here on this big breaking news night. Walk us through just your thoughts as an attorney, too, like where this case time-wise could also happen. We know that Trump is telling everybody that he is summoned uh, to go to the courthouse, the federal courthouse in Miami, Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Uh, what happens then? And give us sort of a, a TikTok, sort of from a, a typical federal case with a special counsel, if you could, so your thoughts time-wise so people know what to expect. This is stunning, Jesse, because you know, yeah. I, I'm sitting here thinking – how is this not election interference? We had Dershowitz on, Professor oh, Alan is. Dershowitz. It totally is. Look at the timing of this. No, it's it's absolutely election interference. Um, I mean, the, the problem is, is they know that they can't beat Donald Trump at the ballot box, so they have to try to beat him in the courtroom. Um, and so what we're going to see starting on Tuesday is um, there'll be a, a federal arraignment um, on Tuesday, there won't be cameras in the courtroom that and in federal court is never allowed, um, uh, at least historically. And then uh, we will see who the judge assigned um, to this case is. And then I, I assume you're going to see some, some motions uh, uh, coming through pretty quickly. And, and I, I assume we're going to see a, a great motion to dismiss come down the pike uh, from his, his lawyers on this case. Um, uh, now that's not from any kind of inside information. That's what I would normally think in this case, in, in the case where uh, we're getting some early reporting perhaps on what might be in the indictment. Um, I think that it's very, very clear that the uh, the only word that can describe it is hogwash. There's absolutely no legal basis for this indictment. There certainly is not a factual one. Um, this is just another example of a Trump-hating prosecutor who has hated Donald Trump, um, actually left America um, for for several years uh, to go um, try to, to interfere with uh, President Trump's uh, uh, agenda overseas um, because he hates Donald Trump so much. Um, and so he's you've got a Trump-hating prosecutor that's going to do everything he can uh, to put Donald Trump away and uh, to try to interfere in the 2024 election. How much of an uh, interference do you think this is, Jesse Benal, Trump attorney, in terms of 
uh, the president, can he, he seems to be masterful at sort of juggling a lot of things. He's juggling, of course, the state yeah. charge, as we know, the indictment that came from Alvin Bragg, which was, you yeah. know, unbelievable on, on, you know, business, basically accounting, if you will, um, you know, filings, as you know, well, and then here, this is a federal one. Um, how much more complex does it make it? And uh, Trump, who is such a master at sort of juggling everything, is he going to be consumed? Is that is this sort of the plan to sort of bog him down till no end? If that's the plan, they don't know Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump is not going to be distracted by this. He is dedicated to um, putting a stop to this, not just for himself, but for the American people, because it's not just him that they're going after. Um, I've told you before, Rita, that it, we live in an era where uh, Republicans want to go out and prosecute crime and Democrats want to go out and prosecute Republicans. Uh, we see that uh, all over the, the country right now. Um, you know, with service prosecutors as the, the clearest example of that, but certainly at the Department of Justice. And President Trump wants to put a stop to that. Uh, I believe he will put a stop to that. And, um, in, and he's going to be absolutely dedicated to his mission to repairing America to saving America, and I'm, uh, I just believe he's going to be successful. We have to be successful. Yeah, what does this say about American justice? You know, there are so many people shaking their heads, and uh, Jesse, you know, I've had a number of people on tonight. Uh, we even had earlier tonight Alphonse mm-hmm. D'Amato, who's not necessarily a supporter of President Trump, nor is Nancy mm-hmm. Mace, who I just brought up. Um, but both yeah. of them are outraged at what has happened. Uh, they, they cannot believe they feel this is sort of a third world country and they worry about the faith in any of our justice systems after what they are seeing now tonight with President Trump. How do you think Americans I mean, do you think it's it's irreparable now? Like we've we've gone off the cliff in terms of ever having faith in our justice system that it's not politicized after this moment. If we don't fix it, it is. Um, and there's there's a couple of important things that we need to do to fix it. Uh, you know, the first is we need to demand that our members of Congress uh, defund the Department of Justice until they stop weaponizing it. Um, we cannot allow the, the FBI to be the enforcement arm of the Democratic National Committee, um, and we cannot, uh, you know, afford to let the Department of Justice be its law firm. Um, and so the most important thing right now that we can do is demand, absolutely demand, that our members of Congress uh, get out there and, and put a stop to um, at least funding uh, the Department of Justice uh, and, and their programs for this. That's number one. Number two, everyone has to do everything they can to make sure that we win the next election. Um, I've gone up against Jack Smith's operations before. Oh, you have? Um, so t- so I, tell us about that, Jesse. What is yeah. it? Uh, <clears throat> there, was, there was a case I was involved in um, – a political case about seven or eight years ago when he was uh, the head of the public integrity uh, section of the Department of Justice, where under his leadership there was a grand jury investigation. And uh, part of the case against one of the defendants ended up getting thrown out on a motion to dismiss for prosecutorial misconduct because of misconduct in front of the grand jury. Um, That – and there was another instance where his prosecutors – the people he hired, that he supervised, got my text messages with my clients and didn't properly filter them out and produce them to my co-defendants, meaning that those prosecutors 
um, actually had access to my communications with my client, which is absolutely uh, unconstitutional. Yeah, that that is that uh, is stunning. And this mm-hmm. was this was part of a Jack Smith team, Jesse Benol. Yeah, there are people that um, it was towards the end of his time at Public Integrity when he was supervising them that they got access to those records um, and improperly filtered them. And it was during that time when he was the head of the Public Integrity section that they engaged in misconduct in front of the grand jury. And and most of those prosecutors, by the way, are still at the Department of Justice. And uh, so um, it's a it's a very very. this is par for the course, and, and now we, of course, have heard reports that um, they've tried to influence lawyers for witnesses based on uh, judicial uh, uh, applications. Uh, Tim Prolatori, a former lawyer for the president, um, explained misconduct in front of the grand jury by asking him to disclose or waive attorney-client uh, uh, privilege information. Um, the, unfortunately, it's been time and time again that uh, the the Department of Justice, this Department of Justice, is showing no restraint in protecting the constitutional rights of Americans, and instead they've turned themselves into a, a political prosecutorial body. And everybody, we are talking to Trump attorney Jesse Benal here on our special coverage here on the Rita Cosby Show. By the way, um, NBC News is reporting uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, quote, did not approve Trump charges. Uh, do you believe that? Uh, they're trying to make it sound like, oh, we had no idea. Um, and and this comes the same day that Joe Biden, a few hours ago, Jesse, he was standing alongside uh, the British prime minister. And he was asked by uh, Peter Alexander, also of NBC News, who said, you know, uh, well, what do you make of all this, you know, sort of interfering uh, with investigations with Trump and bringing in going up against political opponents? No, no, no. Uh, I would never do that. I I would never put pressure on DOJ. I'm honest. That was his answer. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're all in on that joke, apparently. Um, You know, it's it's just sad that that we that we have a a president um, that. that we know we we cannot trust a word that comes out of his mouth, either because he's senile and doesn't remember it, or he just outright lies. I remember during the campaign when he when he lied about uh, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, saying, "Oh, I had nothing to do with the Obama administration's targeting of General Flynn," and then it came out during that case that it was his idea to go after after General Flynn for violating the Logan Act. The man is a liar. The American people know that he's either senile or or a liar, and it's just a sad place to be. As far as Merrick Garland goes, um, look, I don't know. I don't think any of us know uh, whether he actually saw the indictment before or what conversations he had with Jack Smith. But the point is he didn't have to. Just by naming Jack Smith as a a special prosecutor, by naming a zealot – as a special prosecutor, he knew exactly what result he was going to get, and he got it. Yeah, absolutely. He appointed somebody. He knew the history of Jack Smith, and look what we are experiencing tonight. Now, the first time in American history, a current or former president has been indicted on federal charges. And as you aptly point, uh, it also comes out on the same day uh, that Congress saw the document that Ray has been fighting tooth and nail yeah. that's showing alleged uh, bribery by the current president of the United States. I mean, this is a stunning moment. 
and a very disheartening moment, I think, for American justice. Uh, Jesse Bennell, we love you. Thank you for being here so much, Jess. Thanks, Rita. Always great to talk to you. You too, my friend. Thank you very, very much. And everybody, when we come back, we are going to talk to the great Trump pollster, John McLaughlin, to get his take on the political side of this. How will this help or hurt Trump in the polls? And is this election interference as the first debate is not that far away? And Trump is now by far the leading candidate on the GOP side. More of our special election coverage and our big night here, of course, on the Trump indictment that just came down hours ago. We'll continue with that after the break. The Rita Cosby Show. Breaking news. Now the latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby. And we continue our big breaking news here of President Trump being indicted and many people reacting all over the country, all over the world at this stunning news. Joining us now is John McLaughlin, the great pollster with McLaughlin and Associates. Uh, John, your reaction from a political standpoint? Well, since I'm President Trump's pollster, I'm outraged because uh, the Biden administration crossed the line and he's basically putting an end to freedom and democracy in the country. He has just indicted his political opponent on his orders by his prosecutor, by his Justice Department, by his attorney general. He's, a, he's, he's indicted, in effect, on trumped up charges, on phony charges. The person who's leading him in the national polls, uh, we have him ahead. We have Trump leading Biden 47-43. The Real Clear Politics average of media polls has Trump ahead. We never had that in the national popular vote in 2016 and 2020. But he's now indicted his his political opposition. This is what happens in communist countries. And, and, and the crazy part is, I mean, he's doing it at a time when the Republicans – have Biden dead to rights that he took his his family and him took a $10 million bribe from Burisma to uh, uh, allegedly from from Burisma to have a prosecutor in Ukraine fired. And that was that was made public today. And we know that the money that Biden's got from China and the millions, only 55 percent of the voters in America are aware of it. And and this is on our website in in our last national poll. And if they're aware of it, they vote for Trump 61 to 33. If they're not aware of it, they vote for Biden 52-33. Now, 82% in a previous month's poll were aware of the Bragg indictment. So the media is all on the Trump indictment and not talking about the bribes that President Biden got and really should be impeached for. So this is really a, a, a scary day for America. And also, you know what, as you're talking about the numbers, where do you see all of this headed? Um, Do you think that, as we saw after Alvin Bragg, uh, there was a bump in the polls? Um, Do you think he will get a bump in the polls now? Yes, because, uh, you know, I mean, Republicans are going to be outraged by this because it's not just Donald Trump. It's any political opponent. You see, Gavin Newsom wants to have... uh, uh, Ron DeSantis arrested for flying migrants into California. I mean, they have weaponized the Justice Department. So we saw in our poll for the Trump campaign right after the Bragg indictment, 
that Donald Trump, who was leading in a multi-candidate field, the national primary, who was leading 42 to 31 in January, all of a sudden after the Bragg indictment, he goes up to 51-21. And uh, in our last national poll that we published that's on our website on mclaughlinonline.com, Trump was leading uh, in the national field 54, and Ron DeSantis was at 16. So now this is going to, you know, just fuel his numbers again, where Republicans realize they get it. 75% of all Republicans nationally say this is about stopping Donald Trump from becoming president. So they see they see that this is political persecution. They understand that it's a threat to democracy and a threat to, you know, our point of view and winning back our country because 71% of all of us say the country's on the wrong track. They disapprove of what Biden's doing. We now see Biden is too old and too frail. I mean, he keeps falling down. He's, he needs a walker. Um, the, but Biden is desperate to prevent uh, to prevent his family from being indicted because of these bribes that they pay. That and, they by the, and by the way, uh, uh, John McLaughlin, of course, Trump pollster. The other thing, too, is earlier today, Biden was laughing. He was like, oh, it's malarkey. He was asked about, you know, the potential bribery in his family, which luckily was the first question. Finally, the media put on a set of big boy pants and asked the question. And he was like, oh, it's malarkey. Where's the money? like almost taunting, um, and I think it's, it's just dismissive to the American public. John, we just have about 30 seconds left. Uh, Nancy Mace gave a very powerful statement um, just a little bit ago. Who's She's not a fan of Trump, as you know. Um, right. She said, Joe Biden just secured the nomination for President Trump for 2024. She is outraged at what happened to President Trump tonight. We just have a few seconds left. Your thoughts? She, she's, she's exactly right, and many more Republicans need to do the same thing, as well as Democrats who believe in honesty and integrity, as well as independence. Because yep, if, I agree. if Biden gets away with this, we lose our country. 1,000%. John McLaughlin, we love you. Thank you for being with us tonight. Really appreciate it. The great pollster for President Trump. And everybody, we are going to continue our wall-to-wall coverage here, our special coverage on this historic night. President Trump indicted on multiple federal charges hours ago, and we'll have a lot more. Peter King after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby. And we are continuing our wall-to-wall coverage here on the Rita Cosby Show. An enormous news night. President Trump has now been indicted federally. And the latest word is that it is seven different counts all tied to the classified documents. Remember the big raid on Mar-a-Lago, guns blazing. Well, here are seven counts, including what they say, willfully retaining national defense secrets in violation of the Espionage Act, also making false statements and an obstruction of justice conspiracy charge. Where are all the follow-ups on President Biden, who had documents strewn, it seemed like, all over the eastern seaboard? And tonight, President Trump is saying, quote, I am an innocent man. I want to play a couple comments from President Trump just a few moments ago. 
So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And President Trump will now have to appear in federal court in Miami on Tuesday. This is a stunning moment in American history. And joining us now here on the Rita Cosby Show is the great former New York Congressman Peter King. Uh, Peter, your reaction to this enormous news tonight? Yeah, this is a, a dark day in American history. It's a shameful abuse of the criminal justice system by the Biden administration. And I'd be saying the same thing if this was a progressive Democrat who was indicted on these charges. First of all, the whole uh, Presidential Records Act, it's not a criminal law. It's not a violation of criminal law. If there was a dispute between the president and the government, this could have been done in a civil way. They could have gone to a, 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 a civilian court for an injunction, anything. But to make this, a, to criminalize something which can be a very honest dispute between a former president and the uh, you know, the current administration, it just, it, this is so much like a banana republic, so much like a, uh, a authoritarian country. Uh, and again, I'd be saying the same thing where Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders or anyone else, this is dangerous, dangerous paths to go down. And it's uh, really unprecedented in American history. And uh, it's, I, I think it's going to turn the American people more against, not just against the Biden administration, but unfortunately, against the government itself, because it looks as if we're playing banana republic politics here. And this is dangerous. So listen, I wish President Trump well. Uh, if there's any bright spot that comes out of this, it looks as if the case is going to be tried uh, in uh, Florida. Uh, you have a better chance of getting a, uh, a fair jury there than, than you would in Washington, D.C. But that's really small consolation. I mean, this is, this is wrong. It's a dark day. It's bad. And everyone is going to rue this day, no matter which side you're on politically, this is bad. Yeah. And is this the case that you do an unprecedented thing in American history, Peter King? Uh, think about it, because as I opened up, this is the first time ever a current or former president has been indicted on federal charges. That's an enormous deal. And is over classified documents? I, I mean, this is stunning. They just cleared uh, Pence. Uh, literally a few days ago, who just announced he's running for president, as you know. Uh, also, Joe Biden has a special counsel. We haven't heard word one on that. Um, you know, we knew that many people, Obama had classified documents. Clinton had classified. Carter had classified documents, for goodness sake. And yet nobody has ever, they have ever gone after. And yet here is this moment, Peter King, on classified documents against President Trump. Yeah, and I would say... Uh, to anyone, where is the harm? Where is the damage that was done by President Trump having these records? Does anyone think he's giving to a foreign enemy? He's making money off them? At best, we're talking about an oversight. At worst, we're talking about an oversight. We're talking about an honest dispute. And there's no, there's no intent here. There's no criminal intent. There's no evil intent. There's nothing personal in this for President Trump. So to, to say that he will be the first president in American history ever indicted and to have it done on charges that 
really it's such a stretch. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, you know, if you're going to bunch of law students and said, try to find a crime here, maybe one guy would come up with this and everyone would laugh him out of the classroom. But this is just wrong. This is such a serious matter. And I just hope the American people don't start taking this for granted that the, you know, the, uh, Whichever administration is in power is certainly suddenly going to start indicting their, you know, their political foes or political enemies. We've never gone this way before, and it's a terrible, terrible turn in the road. So where do you see this headed politically also, Peter King? Um, let's, like, uh, from the, you know, 3,000-foot view, um, is this going to maybe help, do you think, President Trump? Do you think it's become, like, now such a pylon? It's like, okay, you got the Bragg case in New York, and now we got this case. Is it to the point where you kind of go, uh, okay, and maybe Georgia's coming? You and I have talked about this, Peter. Like, maybe right. that might be coming in August. Is it just like... Okay, well, enough. This guy, they clearly, uh, they clearly want to like do something to him politically. Is it really going to backfire this one? It could, uh, and again, I think certainly in the short run it will. The problem for the president going forward, though, is how much of this can you take? In other words, how how do you run a campaign for president at the same time you're defending yourself in in these multiple criminal cases? I mean, one criminal case can, even if you're found innocent, can take just so much out of you. To be doing that and running for president, and uh, so it's going to make it more difficult. But again, I, I'll be the last person in the world ever to count out President Trump. But I'm just saying it's going to be just almost physically impossible, humanly impossible, to be running a campaign for president, which is the most strenuous thing you can do, and to be defending yourself against federal felony charges, maybe in several different courts, and the state court in New York, and perhaps the state court in Georgia. It's going to be hard, and people that's, that's where people may say, hey, we love President Trump. We think he's getting a bad deal, but we don't see how he can go forward like this. So anyway, I, was, I, I wish him the best on this. Whatever differences you may have politically with Donald Trump, no one deserves this. Certainly he doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, Peter, you're right. It is an unbelievable task to juggle all those things <laughs> and run for president. On the other hand, Peter, if anybody can handle it, uh, maybe President Trump might be the only human being who can juggle all of these things. Uh, Congressman Peter King, we love you. Thank you so much for being here on such a big Thank you, news night. Thank I'll you. See you Monday night. You got it. I look forward to it, my friend. Thank you so much. And joining us now is former federal prosecutor Doug Burns, one of the great legal minds out there. Uh, Doug, first of all, uh, your reaction to this enormous news tonight that now President Trump has been indicted. As you probably know, it is the first time an American president has ever been indicted on federal charges, current or former. Go ahead. Well, I would reiterate what Professor Dershowitz told you earlier, and that is that unless there's some smoking gun showing, you know, criminality, hypothetically, to the level of, you know, the Nixon era Watergate stuff, unless you have that, and he's very skeptical that that's the case, and I am equally skeptical that that's the case, um, then this is deeply, deeply troubling, troubling to the rule of law. And there's no way around the fact, and I have been listening to you guys, uh, since 10 o'clock, there's no way around the fact that you have the president of the United States, his Justice Department, his attorney general, and they're indicting the chief political rival. So I've heard you use the term banana republic. I don't have any hesitancy in invoking that phrase as well. I mean, this is just crazy. But again, I'll carve out two caveats because we lawyers like to be cautious. And that is one, 
let me look at the indictment and see what it says, of course. Uh, and to reiterate again for the second time, Professor Dershowitz's point, and that is that unless there's some really, really heavy criminality, uh, then people are going to see right through this for what it is, Rita. Tell me also the timeline, uh, former federal prosecutor Doug Burns, for our folks listening out here, because it, it smacks of election interference to me, because here we are. We're right on the throes of the election season. I mean, we already have almost a dozen candidates basically on the GOP side alone. We're talking about debates, uh, which are coming up in August. I mean, that is literally around the corner. Um, but walk us through from a legal standpoint, sort of what happens. He's summoned now. He's put out that he will have to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami on Tuesday at 3 o'clock. What happens then? And kind of give us sort of how it typically works on a case like this. I I know it's not typical because we're dealing with a, a president and the first time in history this has happened. But what can you give us in terms of a timetable for people to expect and how much of an election interference is it? Well, first of all, real quick, in federal court, you can initiate a case one of two ways. One is on a criminal complaint. That's a preliminary advised of certain rights and so on. That's not the case here. If, in fact, this is a grand jury indictment, that's a formal charge, and there'll be an arraignment Tuesday. At that arraignment, real simple, real direct, uh, have you had a chance to go over the indictment with your counsel? Do you understand what you're charged with? Would you like me to go over any of it? Uh, How do you plead, guilty or not guilty? Either the defendant will respond or the lawyers will say, Your Honor, we'd like you to enter a plea of not guilty. And then they'll address the question of custodial status or bail, which in this case is kind of laughable. Um, Can you imagine trying to argue he's a flight risk? He's the most recognizable person on the planet. Um, And, of course, he's not a danger to the community. So joking aside, he'll be released in his own recognizance. End of story. Now, to finally answer your question, you know, they'll put together a timetable for what we call motion practice and discovery. Uh, The case will go forward. In the case in New York, you'll remember that they put in a date that's quite uh, many, many months out there. Um, But the other part of your question is, how is this going to play into the political season? And I think there's two points, you know, election interference, exactly as you just said, uh, with what's going on, you know, and and election interference in terms of Donald Trump's uh, candidacy. And then uh, another point that I believe you made uh, tonight, Rita, and you're so right. So I wanted to jump in and endorse this as well. You know, we have the issue of uh, the memo uh, from the whistleblower regarding the Bidens. Uh, So, you know, what about that in terms of today's timing? Yeah, the timing is so questionable. Um, But it's interesting, Doug, because as you're talking about they set a date. What a surprise. It happens to be right in the middle of the primary season. I mean, it is is an extraordinary moment. Um, Former federal prosecutor Doug Burns, we so appreciate you being here tonight on such a huge news night and giving us your great legal perspective. you got to come back on again soon, Doug. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much, Doug. We really appreciate it. The great former federal prosecutor and also uh, defense attorney, Doug Burns. And everybody, when we come back on this wall-to-wall coverage here, we are going to have Andrew Giuliani get his perspective on this incredible night. President Trump indicted on federal charges. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Now the latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby. 
And we continue our wall-to-wall coverage here on the Rita Cosby Show. A historic night. President Trump has been indicted, the first American president to be federally indicted. These are federal charges, different than the New York charges with Alvin Bragg, which were state charges. By the way, in just the last few minutes, uh, Ron DeSantis has put out a message saying, quote, The weaponization of federal law enforcement represents a mortal threat to a free society. We have for years witnessed an uneven application of the law, depending on political affiliation. Why so zealous in pursuing Trump, yet so passive about Hillary or Hunter? The DeSantis administration will bring accountability to the DOJ, uh, excise political bias, and end weaponization once and for all. Interesting. Still saying he's going to be uh, the president, uh, but also saying that this is a weaponization of the political process in pursuing President Trump. Uh, Let's bring in now Andrew Giuliani. Andrew, uh, your thoughts to this incredible moment tonight. Well, Rita, so interesting. I'm actually going to be with President Trump in about eight or nine hours or so at Bedminster. So I'm very interested to see what he has to say after he slept on it. Although, having worked for him for four years, I can tell you he's probably not going to be sleeping much tonight. Uh, but, you know, on a bigger picture, Rita, I really thought about my family and, and I thought about my, my little girl and, and kind of asked, what kind of a country is she going to grow up in? I thought about my wife and, and just like I, I know your father. Who, uh, who went through so much during World War II and being freed from concentration camps. Um, you know, I, I thought about the fact that she grew up in Lithuania when it was the Soviet Union. This feels very much like a Stalinist show trial. And then I thought about my father as well. And I, I thought, how is Biden's DOJ going to continue to go after anybody associated with Trump? Anybody associated with, let's be honest, his greatest threat to securing a second term. If you look at the polls right now, Trump is leading them. And we know that Trump is favored to win the Republican nomination. So I think sadly, sadly, this is just another step in the DOJ, in the special counsel, uh, being politicized in this great United States of America. Yeah, it is stunning. And it comes on the same day, Andrew Giuliani, that also uh, the document basically showing Biden bribery, uh, alleged Biden Biden bribery, showing five million apparently to the big guy, according to reports, and five million to Hunter Biden uh, that was handed over from FBI Director Ray uh, that as we heard from Bill Barr not too long ago, a few hours ago on another network, I heard him saying uh, that he doesn't believe that was looked into. Um, so here's this stunning allegation with money, Biden laughing it off hours ago. And here we are uh, with President Trump. It feels like I keep using the phrase tonight, but it feels like a banana republic. Yeah, I've heard feel like everybody say that from John Katzman to TV yourself. But it's the first thing I thought about as well when you hear these charges, because we have seen time and time again the evidence in front of us with the Biden administration, going back to when he was vice president, heck, going back to when he was senator, selling out the United States of America. It's pretty obvious to actually track all this down. And Comer has so much information on this that this is anybody who does not come at this uh, with a biased mind has to look at this and say, this is a completely different way that you administer justice on conservatives as they do liberals. 
And to me, it is just uh, I, I'm just really, really concerned about the future of our country right now. Rita. Yeah, and I look I am at too. 18 at the next 18 months from a political perspective. You know, we, we've talked so much in, in, and on the network over the last 90 minutes. You've done such a great job of really laying out what this means from a legal perspective, from a political perspective, because that's really what this is all about. The next 18 months becomes so important. It becomes so important because we can't have a DOJ. We can't have a Justice Department that's going to continue these political prosecutions in the great free United States of America. Absolutely. Andrew, can you stay with us? We're just going to go to a quick break. Absolutely. Wonderful. The great Andrew Giuliani continues after the break with us. The Rita Cosby Show. Now the latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby. And we continue now with our big special coverage of the Trump indictment. President Trump indicted on federal charges. We believe at least seven counts stemming from the classified documents issue. And we're going to have uh, the great New York Post columnist Miranda Devine joining us in just about one minute from now. We continue with Andrew Giuliani. Uh, Andrew, you are going to be with President Trump in a matter of hours. Uh, What are you going to say to him and and how do you expect he's going to be doing? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to say much. I'm just going to listen because I'm sure Nat has said say much to know exactly where he stands on this. But the thing that's amazing about President Trump, and I can say this about my father as well, is on days where news like this comes out, the optimism that they still have for the future of our country, I think, is inspiring. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he has to say tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be fascinating. We know he's in court on Tuesday. Uh, but like all the rest of us, I'm just very concerned about the future of our country. I'm very concerned of what has turned out to be a complete politicization of an organization which should absolutely have no politics whatsoever involved in it. And, and the fact that Lady Justice does not seem like she's been blind over the last couple of years. Uh, it's a very scary time. But I'm very much looking forward to hearing what the president has to say directly tomorrow morning. And I will report back. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Um, You know, I've known the president a long time, too. If anybody can juggle all these things, it's him, right? I mean, it's amazing. Anybody else would have folded like a cheap suit. He's continuing. Yeah, no, it is absolutely amazing. You know, I can tell you time and time again, I remember one night specifically during the pandemic where he called me one time before 2 o'clock in the morning, then called again at 5.30 in the morning. It sounded like he didn't sleep at all and had full energy. And so that's just uh, that's kind of who he is in all this. And look, that's kind of the thing that set him apart and has made him unique. I mean, when you look at what Biden and, and his lack of uh, you know awareness, you could even say, uh, for something that – and again, let's let's be reminded also about all this – that Joe Biden is going through a documents issue as well for when he was vice president. President Trump can declassify those documents. I know they're talking about false charges. I know they're talking about misrepresentation with regards to Trump. When you look specifically at the fact that the vice president or senator, going back to the 1970s, cannot declassify documents, yet he's got those documents next to his Corvette in Delaware. Right, where Hunter hangs out. Exactly. Right where Hunter hangs out. It just makes you wonder, uh, I mean, does the DOJ have no shame? Are they not even trying to pretend 
like they're unbiased anymore? I guess the answer is no. Uh, that's why it's so important that uh, WABC stands up for the truth. That's why it's so important that more and more people get out there and actually start reporting the truth and we get back to some journalism in this country rather than just opinions. Absolutely. Uh, that's all the American public wants, and they deserve the truth. We need to know who we're voting for and what's really in their background and what is also created for a political means. Andrew Giuliani, uh, we look forward to talking to you tomorrow after you talk to the president. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Rita, and well done quarterbacking coverage. It's not easy to do this live, and there's nobody who does it better than you, so well done. Thank you, my friend, so much. Very much appreciated. Thank you. And now joining us is Miranda Devine, the great New York Post columnist. Miranda, we were just talking with Andrew uh, about, boy, what a disparity. And I think about this moment, Miranda, um, you have covered the issues surrounding Hunter Biden and his family for years, uh, better than anybody, broken so many scoops, and yet nothing has happened to either one of them from a criminal perspective, from a judicial perspective in terms of charges. And here we are at the moment tonight that President Trump over classified documents becomes the first president in American history indicted on federal charges and zero. We've heard zero, basically, from the special prosecutor looking into, uh, you know, as we've seen, Robert Hur, who's looking into President Biden. Good evening, Rita. You're so right about that. Uh, Jack Smith, the special counsel looking into Donald Trump and seemingly about to indict him, is now a household name. There have been multiple leaks to the New York Times and the Washington Post, glowing profiles of Jack Smith. NBC's even filmed him going to work in the morning. Robert Hur, you do not hear a thing. There's no leaks. There's nothing. Robert Hur is looking into classified document mishandling, allegedly, of Joe Biden. And, you know, they have found that he had documents dating back from his Senate days. Now, that really is a crime because a senator can't declassify documents. The only way that a senator can take a classified document is if they steal it from a secure room. So that, that may be going back to 1974, but it's certainly very serious and goes to character. Um, So uh, we have obviously two standards of justice. We obviously have a DOJ that is rigged and we have an attorney general who is playing political games. And, you know, the timing of this announcement today is determined by the attorney general, by Merrick Garland. And it is just too suspicious that it occurs at the same time as the Republicans um, have been able to finally look at that 1023 document, which has allegations in it that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe when he was vice president from someone in Ukraine. And so that is a bombshell story. I mean, that is uh, a real Uh, reflection and danger for this president, President Biden. But he doesn't care when... Yeah, he laughed today. Miranda, he was laughing. I mean, he was like, you know, when he was asked about bribery, he was like, "Uh, malarkey, where's the money? Yeah, well, Stephen Nelson, who's the New York Post Washington uh, correspondent, White House correspondent, asked that question. He's the only one who really asks these questions of President Biden whenever he gets a chance to sort of shout one from a distance. And today, Joe Biden 
uh, when he was asked about the allegations that he took a $5 million bribe, he laughed, as you said, and that's what he does. And he said, where is the money? This is what he does. It's, he, you know, audacity is Joe Biden's magic power. When the walls are closing in on him, he laughs in your face and he dares you to accuse him. And that's what he did today. Uh, he did it when he boasted back in 2018 about withholding a billion dollars in aid to Ukraine when he was vice president, unless they fired the prosecutor who was at that moment investigating the corrupt energy company Burisma, which uh, was paying his son $83,000 a month, but also is at the centre of this 1023 document, an allegation of the $5 million bribe. So they impeached Donald Trump to stop that Ukraine evidence being uncovered and to taint the whole Ukraine story. And now when the evidence comes up, what do they do? They shift everyone's gaze onto Donald Trump. And you can bet that in the New York Times and the Washington Post and NBC and the rest of them, the focus is going to be 100% on Donald Trump and zero on Joe Biden and this bombshell bribery allegation. I mean, he is the current president. He, that is more important than what uh, they say about a former president. Um, and, and then the fact that this is obviously another election interference gambit. Um, this is Joe Biden indicting his chief political rival in the upcoming election that he yep. has said he's going to run in. Yeah, no question. The timing is just, it is so stunning. And I think about you. I'm so happy to have you tonight, Miranda, because of all of your incredible work. Um, you keep up the good fight because we just need the truth and the American public deserves the truth. And as you are pursuing it, uh, you are always welcome on our shows. I'm such a fan of your great work, Miranda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rita. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this big news night. And now let's bring in Rob Astorino, former New York gubernatorial candidate, also former Westchester County, New York executive. Rob, this is an unbelievable moment. Your reaction to this huge news. Oh, my God, Rita. You know, um, I guess it's like a when someone's dying and you know it's going to happen at some point but then when it does happen you're still really really sad and and you have to deal with it it's kind of like today we were all being you know we were told this was going to happen at some point and you kind of put it off and then boom it hits and the feelings of sadness because i really feel i say i feel sad for him personally but I really feel sad for this country, and um, and I'm angry. I really am because we we cannot continue down this path that the Democrats and the far left is taking us. Uh, this country is being split apart. It is purposely being driven to the ground. Uh, they are remaking this into something very dangerous. Uh, we've seen this. If you look in the history of the world, right, the countries that uh, become something they never were, look at Venezuela and many others, we're on that path quickly. And we're already there, by the way. Well, Rob, yeah, we are. I think we are sadly. I think this moment is historic and I think we are already there. What, what is your message to people listening? We just have a few minutes left, Rob, in terms of uh, President Trump, too. This is a stunning moment. You're going to go after for the first time in American history, somebody over classified documents, which almost every other president in American history has had. And, and by the way, Joe Biden, when he was senator. Well, it's even worse than that. I mean, look at look at what they were doing, right? They had his own lawyers basically were forced, were compelled to testify against him. 
Uh, they have a raid, uh, you know, a publicly oriented raid. It's and and the sad part too, and this is the other dangerous part is half the country right now is so happy this is happening, and and yet they will never know about the Biden documents that came up today. The the Washington Post, the New York Times. Anything else, if this had happened, if this document from the FBI about alleged five or ten million dollar bribery for a sitting vice president who is now the president, that would be massive news, wall to wall coverage right now in any normal time. But we're not there right now, right? Obviously, because Donald Trump bad. And so half the country is never going to know about that Joe Biden stuff. It's just going to be all Donald Trump tomorrow and for the next several weeks. And then another photo of him in a courthouse. And that's just going to be the narrative. Um, and all the norms, all the rules, all the laws, everything, the Constitution, it doesn't matter to the left. And this is this is a very dangerous and dark place we're in right now. Um, and you can just see if you watch MSNBC or read The Times tomorrow, it's just going to be all gloating. Um, but it is so short-sighted, and it's really, really dangerous. By the way, uh, speaking of gloating, uh, Chris Christie, I just got this statement, Rob Astorino. It says, quote, uh, we don't get our news from Trump's Truth Social account. He's talking about Trump responding about uh, the indictment when he was the one who broke the news that he was being indicted. He, uh, Christie further says, let's see what the facts are when any possible indictment is released. As I have said before, no one is above the law, yeah, no yeah, matter okay. how much they wish they were. We will right. all have more to say when the facts are revealed. Uh, Chris Christie clearly uh, smelling blood in the water. It looks like so far the other candidates are rallying around Trump. You're real quick, Rob. Well, he, of course, he got his D Democratic National Committee talking points because, of course, that's all we heard. Nobody's above the law for four years when Trump was there. And obviously the Democrats are above the law. Um, this is just... This is horrific, and, and every Republican and every civic-minded human being in this country should be very concerned about this and should be speaking up. And, and by the way, Chris Christie, uh, the reason why we have, um, I don't know, the FBI director now, Chris Ray, is why? Chris Christie. That's right. That's right. He is the one who made that suggestion, made that referral. Rob Astorino, we thank you so much for being here on such a big, busy news night, my friend. Thanks, Former Rita. New York gubernatorial candidate and great radio host, too, as well. We appreciate you being here. And everybody, stay with us. Much more of our wall-to-wall -wall coverage on this historic night. Coming up, you will hear Trump's reaction to this incredible news. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Now, the latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby. And we are continuing our wall-to-wall -wall coverage on this historic night, and we thought it'd be appropriate to wrap up this hour with hearing from President Trump in his own words. He just recently posted on his Truth Social account his reaction to this historic moment. Now he has been indicted on federal charges Take a listen to President Trump's reaction coming in just a little bit ago. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, 
and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years that was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. But this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, it would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments, and they lost, and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy your reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. Stunning comments coming from the 45th president of the United States, former President Donald Trump, who, as he just brought up, 
He is the leading candidate in the GOP field for president. And we have just seen tonight, basically, the executive branch, the current president of the United States, trying to essentially take out his number one political opponent for 2024. Joe Biden has said, yes, he is running again, and he is well aware that President Donald Trump is his main opponent. This is a stunning moment in American history. Again, we are also getting some more comments coming in from leaders in Congress. Just a little bit ago, Congressman Jim Jordan saying, quote, it is a sad day for America. God bless President Donald Trump. And the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, also releasing a statement saying it is indeed a dark day for the United States of America. It is unconscionable for a president to indict the leading candidate opposing him. Joe Biden kept classified documents for decades, and indeed he did, many of them dating back to when he was senator. And so far, we have heard nothing from the special counsel that is supposedly investigating President Biden at this moment for classified documents. And here we have tonight, the very first time in American history, the former president of the United States being indicted on charges stemming from the classified documents. We know so far that there are a total of seven counts. We have not gotten the actual indictment. We hope to get that in a matter of hours. We'll bring that to you as soon as we get it. We do know the charges include retaining defense secrets and violation of the Espionage Act, obstruction of justice, and making false statements. We will, of course, keep you posted. President Trump fighting this tooth and nail through and through, and saying he is, quote, an innocent man. It has been a stunning night being with all of you tonight. Pray for our country, pray for justice, and pray that we finally get to the truth on all of these things. We will be continuing our coverage. You are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.